Welcome to Balance and Beyond, the podcast for ambitious women who refuse to accept burnout as the price of success. Here, we're committed to empowering you with the tools and strategies you need to achieve true balance, where your career, relationships, and health all thrive, and where you have the power to define success on your terms. I honor the space you've created for yourself today. So let's take a breath and dive right in. There's a word that has been coming up in my community of late with the women I work with, and it's a really important one that I want to draw your attention to. It's something that has a range of connotations that we can get pulled into, but in actual fact, it's a word that if we don't understand, we're missing out on a lot of really makes this a really rich and beautiful life. There are two ways that they say that we as humans really step into change. And that is that you are either somebody who moves away or runs away from pain or fear, or on the other hand, you are actually pulled towards your desires or what it is that you want. So are you somebody who you know runs away from pain, tries to avoid it? It's usually a lot of doubt in your mind because that's what fear drives. Or somebody who you know, is really pulled towards opportunity, towards hope, towards possibility. And there's a key word in either of those choices that I see for women like us that is actually having a big impact on both sides of that equation. And that word is desire. Let me share a little bit more about each of these uh, approaches, you could say. And what I am seeing really hold women back and something that we really, really need to start giving ourselves permission to tap into. When we're running away from fear, this is a biological imperative to change and a complete survival mechanism. Lion coming, fire coming, don't put hand in hot stove. That's what pain is. Pain is a signal to pay attention, don't keep doing that. So then we retract or we move away from that thing that we're afraid of or that thing that might call, cause us pain. Usually that kicks us into a fight or flight. We have a whole, strain, a whole stress response, a whole range of chemicals, and this is obviously a way that we have stepped, stayed alive for a very, very long time, many, many generations, is we are afraid of the fear, so don't do that thing. Now, this is great for short-term movement. I mean, don't put your hand in the fire, lion is coming. However, they have proven that this type of change, you know, being driven by fear, is not sustainable in the long term, and it has dire consequences on our health, on relationships, and everything. And most burnout in a classical sense is because we are spending our lives running away from the metaphorical lion who is now our boss, our inbox, our people pleasing, our perfectionist, our high standards. That is now what has become the modern day lion. Instead, they've shown that more sustainable and longer lasting change only really happens when we are pulled towards what it is that we really want what it is that we long for. And this is where people say to me, Joe, I don't just want to survive anymore. I want to actually thrive. But the challenge is so many women I speak to don't actually know what they're longing for. Very often it's words like balance or I just don't want to be here. Take everything I said and flip it. And that's what I want. 
And yes, they want calm and joy and confidence and peace, quiet in their brain, headspace, connection, presence. However, one of the reasons that they really struggle to truly manifest their desires, to make their desires and dreams come true is because they don't really have a deep understanding of what they want. And not only do they not really have an understanding of what they want, but they don't actually give themselves permission to want what it is that they want. And this is a fascinating conversation that's happening a lot in my world as both me and my clients are starting to get a lot of what we want, getting out of this survival mechanism, starting to step into living this most beautiful life. Well, now a whole stack of challenges come up, a whole stack of weeds in your garden, as they call them, where it's now about, well, oh my gosh, you you mean I I can have whatever it is that I want? You mean I could speak on stages around the world? You mean I could earn X amount of money? You mean I could have freedom? Whoa, like out comes all the weeds. So there's two really themes that I'm seeing here around this challenge for desire. And I'm sure this is a topic that my mindset coach Jacqueline loves. And so I'm sure at some point we'll probably end up doing an entire podcast on this exact perspective so when we talk about don't give it, not giving ourselves permission to want what we want, that very often comes from this deep place of unworthiness where we have to earn it, we have to deserve it, we have to have proven ourselves and really interestingly, we'll only allow ourselves to have what we want after we've given everybody else what it is that they need. So I will go and have a bath after I've fed the kids, cleaned the kitchen, packed lunchboxes for tomorrow, done a load of laundry, checked my inbox, responded to a text message, and then I really want a bath and I'm then going to give myself permission to do it. Is it any wonder that because all you really, really want is a bath, you've had a massive week and you just want to sit and soak and scrub everything off, that you yell at the kids, you huff and puff while you're doing lunchboxes, you resent the phone call that then interrupts you from a friend who actually could be a chance at connecting because all you want is a damn bath and you won't give yourself permission to go and have it because you make up all these crazy rules about all these things that have to happen in order for me to have the thing that I want. And so endless resentment, anger, frustration, kicking the dog, and it's no fun to be. It's not a nice place to live in. And not only do we see this, you know, not giving ourselves permission, we also spend so much time in our heads and our intelligence is a wonderful asset that we have. Our brains are brilliant and they've been key to our success. However, sometimes that logic, our reasoning gets in the way because it strangles any desire that we happen to bring up. And I know I used to be guilty of this. I think, right, you know, I want to, Africa's a a place that my husband and I love, right? I cannot wait to take the kids to Africa. Well, you can't go until they're 12 because they get eaten by a lion and they don't really like big animals and they're going to be, and how are you going to go in school holidays and it's so expensive? Like, whoa, hang on a second. Whatever happened to me actually just being able to sit in a desire and think of something that I want. Doesn't mean I have to worry about the how, this whole process of learning to dream, of learning to you know, imagine miracles 
and opportunity and for you not to have to control every step of the process. Can you see how finding out what it is that we want is so tricky? We've got to ensure that we stop doing this, that we learn to let go of the how, that we don't try to pull out a color-coded Excel spreadsheet project plan about how said desire is going to happen. So say the moment that a dream can make a spreadsheet, it has been killed. If you have a project plan, if you have a whole range of steps, if you've logicked your way, if there's an equation that suddenly makes your dream come true, well, then that dream is not big enough because dreams are meant to be nebulous and there's absolutely nothing wrong with dreaming. I don't know about you, but my girls, especially when they were younger, used to come up with all kinds of things they were going to be when they grew up, what they were going to do. My little one in particular is very creative and would often you know, call herself a queen and say that I'm absolutely going to become a mermaid unicorn when I grow up. I say, yeah, absolutely, I have no doubt that you will. And we strangle and stifle this dreaming, this creativity, just because we don't feel like we've got a way of making it happen. So these are two things that you need to start doing is you need to start giving yourself permission to want what you want. And that sounds really easy, right? Yeah, give yourself permission, write yourself a permission, permission slip. You can do a vision board, all of that stuff. However, until you really weed your garden of what, how do you have this innate sense of worthiness that you don't have to earn anything anymore? How do you tap into miracles and magic that you don't have to strangle the life out of everything and know how something is going to happen? And I know some people might listening to this might be saying, oh, Joe, you're off in la-la land. I'm a realist. I deal in facts. This is how much money I have. This is how much time I have. Those things aren't going to change. Yeah, but where is this world being bound by constraints and constraints that you've put in place and you've tried to control and you spend your life trying to control? Is that really giving you the life that you want? I'm not saying you have to throw away everything and go live in a camper van and travel the world. I'm not suggesting that for a second. But I'm saying what happens if you give yourself permission to have a bath or to go for a walk or to eat a brownie because that's what you feel like. And really learning to tap into these desires from a really small micro level, as in I really want a brownie, (laughs) right up to the, well, I want to, Go live in a castle in France. Well, okay. Why can you not give yourself permission to do that? And very often too, these desires that we want are often about, you know, they're usually values-based. might be things around freedom. It might be about a sense of adventure. And your desires are really, a, a, I guess, a signpost as to what you really want. And a really interesting tip when it comes to not knowing what it is that you desire or anything that you're complaining about is usually a desire in disguise. So if you're complaining about something, it's because it is a certain way and usually you either want that or you want the opposite. So what are you whinging about and what part of you really wants that? And so I ask you, you know, the consequence of all this is that we spend our lives trapped in fear. And I know I talk about fear a lot, 
And the main reason is there are all emotions. You learn a lot from me if you listen to me about emotions and, and how they work, not places that I ever thought I'd be talking about. But every emotion ladders up to two. And those two emotions are fear and love. And no surprise, this is where doubt and anxiety and perfectionism and procrastination and disappointment and guilt and shame, they are all in fear. But really, desire is unlocking your love muscle. It's saying this is what I would love. And there is only so long we can move away in fear before we have to start creating sustainable change by moving towards what we want. So here is the real kicker in making this transition because you might be listening to this going, yeah, sure, Joy, I'm burnt out. I'm listening to everything you say. Yes, I want joy. I want calm. You have to have a really good understanding of what you want or even just what you don't want because stepping into what you want is going to require you to let go of a lot of what you know because the reason you don't have what you want It's because you don't know what you don't know to get what you want. I know that's a bit of a crazy twister, but you cannot, another way of putting this is, you know, Einstein's famous comment that you can't solve a problem with the same level of thinking that created it. So your current thinking has created your current reality. It's created your current problems and has created, being driven by fear, has created where you are. So you cannot use fear as a way to find joy. You're going to have to walk through the fear of stepping into the unknown and saying, I am prepared to leave this behind. And very often one of the criteria or one of the, the key pieces that changes in women who say yes to come working with me is that now the fear of staying where they are is actually greater than the fear of the unknown because they know exactly where this life leads. They know exactly what's to come. And they have now made a choice that I don't want to live this way anymore. And I don't care what battles I have to fight. I don't care what demons I have to slay. Anything has to be better than this. Because I can see the consequences of how I'm operating. I can see the consequences for my family. I can see the consequences for my career. And most importantly, I can see the consequences for my soul, for my being, for my happiness, for my joy. I don't want you to get to 90 and have all these regrets that you never actually knew what you wanted because you put everybody else's needs before your own and then you didn't actually know how to go out and get what you want. So today my ask of you is that you take a few deep breaths and ask yourself, what is it that I want? What am I longing for? What do I desire? And it can be a brownie, it can be a bath, it can be a completely different life, it can be opportunity, it can be some of your values. And asking yourself that question, know that as you ask it, depending on the level of fear that you are currently seeing the world through, a whole stack of fear is going to come up, a whole stack of logic. You can't have that, that's impossible, under your circumstances, you've got kids, no, 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 no. I want you to just say, shh. Go away. I don't care about you logic right now. I'm having a desire session. I am dreaming. Give me permission to dream. Create the space to do this. 
And that's going to be so insightful to you to see all the fear that's going to come up because it will. But then also for you to dig into, well, is this really difficult? Some people find this quite an easy exercise, but most people in my world find this really tricky. And as you think about, oh, you know, I really desire this thing, you're also then going to notice with it, depending on your level of self-awareness, all the programs of well, you haven't earned that, but what about everybody else? And so this one exercise gives you some deep insight into where your actual work needs to be done. Because you can have all the desires that you want, but if you don't know how to get out of your head, if you don't know how to walk through the fear, then you are never going to make those desires come true. And if you don't have a good solid bed of worthiness, if you don't believe in yourself enough, if you haven't got rid of or reduced at least some of these negative subconscious programs that run about wanting to look after everybody else and worrying about being selfish and worrying about getting it right and not worrying about making it, all of these things that are in our world, magic and miracles will start to happen. You will unlock joy. You will unlock confidence. You will unlock memories like you cannot believe. But it's going to take some fear. So I ask you today, something to ponder, as I said, think about your desires. And then the next time you're running away from fear, I wonder too, what could be possible if you decided that not only am I going to stop to think about my desires, but this is how I want to live. I want to start being pulled towards what I want. I'm going to work out what it is that I want. And I'm going to start taking steps towards it, knowing that I have to leave everything behind. But I promise you as somebody who has spent a lot of time thinking about what I want, working out who I am, who wants those things. This whole journey leads to the most magical life where you get, it becomes a game. It becomes playful about what else can I desire? How can I make that happen? And how do I go beyond this world of time and budgets and, and, and 3D world to make things happen? And that is where it just starts to get extra, extra fun. So happy fun with your desires. And I cannot wait to hear what you come up with. Thanks for joining us today on the Balance and Beyond podcast. We're so glad you carved out this time for yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend who might need to hear this today. And if you're feeling extra generous, leaving us a review on your podcast platform of choice would mean the world to us. If you're keen to dive deeper into our world, visit balanceinstitute.com to discover more about the toolkit that has helped thousands of women avoid burnout and create a life of balance and beyond. Thanks again for tuning in and we'll see you next time on the Balance and Beyond podcast.